Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Grover Cleveland, the author of Swimming Lessons for Baby Sharks, the essential guide to thriving as a new lawyer, who provides practical skills webinars for associates and summer associates. Hi, Grover. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, Ari. Grover, tell us about your background and your approach to training new lawyers. I was a summer associate and associate and then a partner at Foster Pepper in Seattle, which is now Foster Garvey. And I found my own transition from law school to practice to be very abrupt and disorienting. And it had been on my life list to write a book. And I started taking notes about the transition right away and continued to do that for about 10 years. Then I wrote Swimming Lessons for Baby Sharks. And since the publication in 2010 of the first edition, I've done training programs for lawyers. And I now do some individual coaching that was an outgrowth of the programs. How did you navigate programming, including summer associate programming in 2020? It was very exciting. Seattle had an advantage in some ways because we had COVID first in the United States. And January, I had lots of in-person summer associate programs lined up. And as you know, things got more and more uncertain. And at the end of February last year, an employee tested positive at Amazon's headquarters and Amazon and Microsoft immediately went to remote work. And that was when I realized that my in-person programs might not be in-person. And I got in touch with a filmmaker who helps me with my PowerPoints. And we talked about it and said, we've got to spend some time pivoting to virtual because my other option was just to crawl up into a ball. I spent hours and hours working on interactive elements and adapting things to a virtual context. And ultimately, it all worked out really well. And firms overall found that the virtual summer programs that they had far surpassed their expectations. Do you expect those programs to be different in 2021? Not materially. Almost all of the firms that I have talked to will be doing virtual programs in 2021. We all thought it would be only one year. And I told countless people that I was certain that we would only have one year of virtual programs. But with all of the uncertainty, particularly for firms with many offices in many jurisdictions, it's just too complex to try to do an in-person program. For example, I'm in Seattle, as I mentioned, and we're all waiting today to see if some of the regulations will roll back and become more stringent as of today. And since the virtual programs worked so well last year, the easiest straightforward thing to do is to do them again this year. I believe I would estimate 90% of the firms are doing virtual programs. Why do you think they've worked out so well? A couple of reasons. Obviously, we have the technology that is very helpful and people were incredibly creative and adapted really well. Firms had 
your virtual yoga classes and partners participated at rates that were higher than in past years, partly because they realized that they needed to support the summer associates in this unique environment. But the technology also made it easier. People didn't have to spend a whole evening driving to a restaurant, having dinner, and then driving back. They could pop in onto, into a virtual happy hour, then leave an hour later. West Academic published Swimming Lessons for Baby Sharks in 2010. Have the lessons sustained their value? Yes, most of them have. There are some differences, obviously, but things like soft skills and ways to interact with partners and clients, all of that is still the same. Time management issues are even more important than ever in the remote environment because there's so many extra distractions. There are some differences, obviously, Business development becomes more and more important, even for junior associates. I am currently working on a third edition of the book that will obviously need to cover the future of work. It looks like that's going to be some kind of hybrid where people spend two to three days a week in the office, the rest of the time working remotely. But that raises all sorts of issues. Do the associates need to be in the office? And is there any loss of training from less in-person interaction? You recently developed a playbook for virtual summer programs. What are some of your key recommendations? I recommend that firms start out the summer by setting the stage and providing some kind of resilience and stress management training and frame the summer in a positive way because it's very easy for summer associates to feel like they're missing out on something with a virtual summer and it does take more initiative. But in the end, if summer associates can learn to meet people in a virtual environment and if they can learn to do stellar work in a virtual environment, They will have a huge advantage in terms of working with lawyers in other offices and meeting lawyers in other offices and with respect to business development in the future. What topics are firms most interested in for this summer's class? I've gotten a lot of interest in a program that I put together last year, which is a DISC happy hour. And DISC is a personality assessment that... John Wiley and Sons publishes, it evaluates various characteristics that are important for working together in a business setting. So all of the summer associates get their individual DISC assessment. And then at a happy hour, we discuss the DISC assessment and ways that they can use their individual assessment to work more effectively with others, to meet people where they are. And then following that discussion, we go into breakout sessions and they continue the conversation. So it combines social and learning. That was something that firms requested last year because virtual paint night and cooking classes don't necessarily translate very well into the virtual setting. And so firms really wanted something that combines the social with the learning. How can legal professionals develop better habits in showcasing their talent and ability, particularly in a virtual world? 
Habits are really important, particularly this year, as I mentioned, with so many more distractions and so many more stressors. It's important for people to be able to do the right thing consistently because that's obviously what builds trust and did develop a new program on habits. And two of my favorite strategies are habit stacking. And the way that works is if you have an existing habit, so you get coffee every morning, if you want to build a new habit, you add that to the existing habit. The first habit becomes the cue for the second habit. And over time, they just become like a compound habit. So for example, you get coffee in the morning and then you want to release your time. So you release your time right after you have your coffee, then pretty soon the whole pattern becomes automatic. My second favorite tip for relates to breaking habits, that's to interrupt the cue. The way that works is you have a cue that triggers a habit and then you sometimes have a reward that helps make the habit stickier. But if you take away the cue or disrupt the cue somehow, then the habit is likely to disappear. And one way to do that, I'll give you the example of a cell phone. You know, we all look at our cell phones and find ourselves immediately surfing the internet. I had a coaching client who had that issue and it was causing problems. And she would take her cell phone and give it to her assistant. She would check it at noon. And when she left for the day, this was her personal cell phone, not having her personal cell phone in sight had a dramatic impact and increased her productivity significantly. How do you see legal training evolving? I don't see us going back to lots of large in-person programs. The virtual worked very well. In fact, because of the numerous ways that you can interact with Zoom, I use live text polling that's anonymous. People can use chat. You can also do old-fashioned Q&A. There's so many ways to interact that in some of my programs, I actually had more interaction in the virtual programs than I did in some of my live programs. It depends on the personality of the class. If you have lots of extroverts, there'll be more interaction. But I don't see us going back to lots of travel. It's just so much more efficient. It takes so much less time to do a program by Zoom. With the technology, you can recreate almost the same experience. I do think there will still be occasional large events like law firm retreats because people are really wanting to have that personal connection again. Those will happen, but those will be special events. Regular trainings are likely to be virtual. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Grover Cleveland, the author of Swimming Lessons for Baby Sharks, the essential guide to thriving as a new lawyer, who also provides practical skills webinars for associates and summer associates. Grover, thanks so very much. Thank you, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.